get some indie folk, indie pop up in this podcast. Oh, yeah. I love it. Okay, episode nine of the Seen Unheard podcast. So I'm with um, Nick and Edward. Ed or Edward? Uh, you can call me Ed. Edward. Edward. Nick and Edward of The Living Street. Thank you so much for talking to me. Absolutely. Thank you for talking to us. So we're at the Allegheny County Music Festival. This is part of the summer series, right? Sure is. Yeah. the last 19th. 19th annual. Yes. Yeah. Or so we've heard. Or maybe it's the 20th and there was 19 prior to this. I think Today it's... is the 19th. I saw it on the sign. Oh. Yeah. I got the Facebook invite. Uh, yeah. So it's, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, definitely it's 19th. I remember so I've been, you guys started what, last year, right? As a band, yeah, to get yes. this, this project is quite new. So I've been following you guys since around the time you started. So I know how you got going, but there might be people listening that don't, that haven't read your bio, that haven't been following along, right, right. that don't know how you started. So you guys grew up together, correct? We did, yeah. Just like right down the street from one another, we, uh, we went, we were on the same bus sometimes, but we played sports together, we played ball together. We noticed each other. We noticed each other. We noticed that uh, I was always noticing him. Yeah, we noticed each other. Um, kind of, we were each sometimes competing for, you know, being the funny guy or the cool oh, guy. Oh yeah, funny cool guy. I forgot that. about that. There was that. That's kind of how it started. But anyway, it went to, I was playing guitar and then heard that you also played guitar. We were friends, but we weren't like tight, you know, which is probably why we're still friends now, because if we would have been tight back then, I, we'd probably hate each other right. at this point. Right. Yeah, we weren't super tight until <laughs> we came together one day, a couple a couple cheeseburgers, and, uh, you know, had a burger, became friends, and really the first time uh, we realized we had some musical chemistry was, I think, in the in the, the dugout. Well, when we really uh, started jamming together we, yeah, as, like, we found the chemistry. We want to write songs together. We definitely jammed together to, you know, 80s metal a couple times, but... Other than that, we moved on to, he lives near this this baseball field, and we would go out and go into a dugout whenever there was, obviously there wasn't a game going on, but um, we would go in there and just like play there, and um, we thought of some sweet ideas, or at least that's what we thought at the time. And from there, we were like, let's just keep playing together. Now, we, we weren't the Living Street at that point, but this was over almost 10 years ago that that happened. Right. We've been through several different projects, yeah. but we right. did start playing music together, yeah. we've always, at least 10 years ago. We've always been the, you know, the Mick and Keith, or the... <laughs> so, okay, so how, how, what is The Living Street? Like, where did you get that name from? So we actually lived together for a time. Nick lived in Lawrenceville for a whole two years. Two full. Um, I was finishing up school, and I moved in with him for about a year, and we knew that we wanted to do music for a living, mm-hmm. and um, we kind of just took that leap together. Sure did. And didn't turn back, and didn't really even know exactly what it was going to be called or what it was going to be, but yeah. we just, it just kind of formed, and... And um, we wanted to name it the street name, actually, and then we realized there were some issues with that. We lived on an alley. Called Dresden Way. Dresden Way. We were like, dude, Dresden kind of sounds sweet. Number one, it's already the name of, like, this heavy metal band, but it's also, more importantly, the name of a town in Germany that was bombed, I believe, during yeah. World War II. And we just so didn't want to have that association. Okay. Negative things. I, I feel you on that. Right. Yeah, so it's no? the street we live on. So you guys have been... Pl- so if you've... You grew up together and you were noticing one another, paying attention to one another. Yes. You were, you've been playing and I take it singing the majority of your lives? Uh, yeah, 13 was about the year I started being musical. Um, yeah, we did some uh, choir in elementary school. Right, yeah. Um, Everyone's got to do choir. Yeah, it was great. Choir experience, choir and band. I he wish I would have stuck with an band. Alto. A little bit more, you know, on the trumpet, but uh, singing started there. Then I started actually playing with my dad. He had a uh, drum set in the basement. 
So I'd play guitar, he'd play drums, nice. and he actually kind of wanted me to start singing. Okay. He said you should start singing. Yeah, make I, this a full band. That's what he was thinking. He's yeah. like, if I get you on vocals, this is I a remember band. feeling really like uncomfortable about it, but really? that's where I started. Singing? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I just started, and then you know I never really felt comfortable with singing. I was singing with a whole group of people in elementary school, yeah, that's and it didn't matter. Exactly. You know, we were singing the theme song. Here's your solo, buddy, or something. Yeah. Is it still an adjustment being it just the two of you? Uh, no. I feel like we've always like at least when we were even when we were playing in other groups and things like that, we always had shows where we would play just the two of us, or that it would be a, other members. A, a, yeah, just okay. a, mixing it up, a smaller set, and so we got kind of used to that. As long as, I don't know, as long as we were playing, it's just, it was at least one of us or two of us in the band, and we felt good about it. We felt tight, so this has been an easy transition for the most part. So I recognize you, Nick, from Cisco Kid. Yeah. So, are, so th- is that a previous endeavor? Is no, that? Well, I guess at the same time, it was actually, it was simultaneously. Now, the reason I got into Cisco Kid is we were playing with our last band that Edward was also in as well. And it kind of fizzled out. We weren't really doing a lot of work. We weren't playing a lot. And I think we, all of us saw the end coming kind of soon um, because we just weren't really active. We weren't, we weren't doing everything we could to, to be a good band. So um, Edward was away at school. I answered a Craigslist ad. Um, kind of a Craigslist ad. Kind of I knew one of the guys in the band and he said, hey, we're, you know, we're auditioning singers. So I thought, hey, this would be great. Um, to have more projects to work with other people. And I had a wonderful time, but um, you know, when it got to the point where Edward and I were serious about taking this and making this a, a full-time job, full-time career, where I had, I had to play shows all the time and, and focus on that, it seemed more like that wasn't the right option for me. That, I mean, they kicked me out, I didn't quit. I was on the road for three months, and it was a nice kicking out, it was an amicable, <laughs> amicable kicking out, um, but they were like, yeah, it seems like you're not going to be around too much, and you know we all want to play shows still. And I totally, totally understood that. Sure. So um, I was pumped to see they got Addie. Uh, oh, she's so good. She's so good. So they're going to be better than it was with me in it anyway. So, um, but that was it was a, an amazing experience. I wouldn't trade it for anything. Right. You know? And it's you have a wonderful voice. The both of you do. Thank and you. but to be able, I mean, Cisco Kid is very like psych rock. It's very, yeah. it's very, it's different from the Living Street. So to be able to. Very much. Yeah. I mean, you have a lot of, um, it's, it's dynamic, the fact that you can, it can work in that setting, but it can also work in this setting, and that your voices can work so well together, I think that's, I mean, that's not every day that you just, you have a friend that you like to play with, and your voices sound good together, it's not. We definitely lucked out, number one, thank you for the, the kind words, but we definitely lucked out because we both just like the same thing, we both have the same, like, views on how we want the music to sound, how, you know. We want to sing but, and things but like we're, that. But we're also both very different, so we each bring something completely we're the same different to the and table. Also different. Same but different. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone we're, says well, that. We're, <laughs> bo- so we're, both, we're both better different in a different but better way. It's okay. really the best Diff- way to say it, if you know what I mean. But, I uh, know right. Little to nothing. Uh, you know, just like it's good because you have two different minds on one thing. No, right. And, and it's not brain, like either, extra brain wattage. It's never like either person wins. It's like, you know, it's just. Right. Um, I mean, we could be friendly, have some friendly competition if you want to between us, but it's just whatever's best for the ultimate goal and for the both of us is what we're going to do. That's the decision. It doesn't matter who, who thought it Always up. for the good of the order. There you go. For the betterment of mankind. Yeah. And by that, I mean our band. If not for our know, band personal kind. gain or anything like that. Band kind. Yeah. Nothing's for personal gain. One giant step for band kind. <laughs> yeah, that... Let's you copy... We're going to copyright that right that. now. <laughs> you can use that. I'm not in a band, so you can have it. Let's get the TM on it. Yeah. So... I know that, um, well, so 
Edward, what kind of music did you play before The Living Street? Was it the uh, same kind uh, of... Very indie. Uh, I was heavily influenced by Modest Mouse okay. and, you know, uh, Muse and... Uh, yeah, a lot of different things that I kind of... I think I brought a different um, style whenever Nick... than what Nick was doing before yeah. when we came together. And then I also started changing a little bit, and we kind of just grew together into this cool whatever genre we have. Right I sounded now. I sounded more like Creed, and I believe you decreated me was, um, in a way. You know, Arctic Monk, Arctic Monkeys, yeah. and all that kind of. See, stuff. he brought really like he like, listened to indie music, and I listened to you know pop music. From yeah, I like I love Hanson. I love Beyonce. Just, you know, I love the Backstreet Boys. Michael Jackson. I, Not that I don't like that stuff too, but it's. Yeah, yeah, right. There, that was a work of a stroke of genius with Umba. Well, I mean, I was going to ask. I know that I'm very familiar with you know the fact that musicians can want to make many different kinds of music. They don't have to stick to just one. I feel like that right. can be a misconception sometimes. But I was just, I'm wondering how you guys came across the Living Street sound. Is it something that you? Because you grew up listening to different things, so it is something that you just kind of like stumbled upon together. Or? Uh, I guess so. I think we just literally we write songs, and I'm just, like, you know, I try to write a pop song, or he's trying to write. We're just trying to write songs that people like, and we're and we're also trying to just write truthfully from from our hearts, you know, like as most yeah. artists do. But um, I don't know. I think I heard one time, and I don't know who said it. So I'm quoting someone. This is not my words. <laughs> that um, whenever you get your own your own sound is failing to to sound like the people you like. So that's how you end up with your own unique sound. It's just not being as good as the people you want to sound like. So I think maybe that has to do with it. We've listen, I've listened to so so many things that it just ends up happening this way. And I think also has to do with the sound of my voice and just how it sounds works for what we're we're doing i guess i don't know it's it's was, hard yeah yeah i mean it's a little I, it was a little cloudy the same thing yeah. i was gonna say uh i think it really did just kind of happen i don't think we tried to sound like we do now um i think that when you go when you try too hard to sound like something it's just that you'll never be happy with it right. so it's just you leave it at what it is you don't give it too much so yeah and we you know nick writes a song or i write a song on acoustic guitar primarily and we have a melody and then we build around a little bit in the studio to just you know make it sound just as good as it can and um we don't try to add much and it doesn't the song doesn't change a whole lot from what it is in its stripped down acoustic form so i guess yeah the living streets music is just like what our individual brands of of you know musicality and sound ended up being it's, you know, it's just it's, like what we emote i guess it's like we don't, yeah. what we like to listen to and and how we just it's like yeah. how we sing and how we like to perform play the and stuff and i'm i'm not amazing at guitar so a lot of guitar things are just you know, for simplicity's sake, you know, so you end up having a sound just because you can't do something better than it, right. but it works and we like it, so. So you guys have uh, a single, which is now on your debut album, right. self-titled debut yeah. album, yeah. Twofer. Yeah, um, no, it was uh, Can't Steal My Love. Yeah. Well, okay. That, so that was our single. That, that was our single. Yeah. We released a single, different song. Got yeah. On the radio. She knows more about us than most people know, it seems. <laughs> well, well, the album is so much fun to listen to. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I like it a lot. And you guys, um, did you record this here in Pittsburgh? We recorded with Jake Hanner. He is okay. in Denora. Um, he actually he wrote the the jingle for the 913, um, the local 913 thing. Oh, so really? at the beginning, yes. Yeah, so he got a shout out. Though. He got a shout out at the end of our podcast that we did there. 
and um, we we're like, oh, I didn't even know he did that. So yeah, he's he's got his hands in all sorts of cookie jars around town. But he's all over the place, and he's a nasty drummer. He comes and drums with us, you know, today I, and yeah, different nasty. things. Yeah, nasty. That's a cool uh, adjective. Oh, he's, he's a good drummer. Yeah. He's good. That we mean good by that. And you have two music videos, and the one is just. I'm, I forget which ones they're which yeah, single they're for. The Can't Steal My Love is just. It's just the two of you playing, performing. That no, that's this time around. Okay. This so time then, around is live performance, acoustic in our living room uh, when we lived in Lawrenceville. Mm -hmm. And um, Can't Steal My Love video is just a whole bunch of clips like I had montage. from my phone yeah. and and you know other people's phones, and I put them all together on iMovie mm -hmm. and just released it because I thought it looked fun. Yeah. And we were excited to release a song. We wanted to. We wanted to release a song when we were working in the studio. We we're like, we we just want some people to hear us and see if yeah. they even like this before yeah. we should go on. So, um, whenever we posted it, we Ed thought, hey, we gotta have some sort of something visual to look at whenever we release this. So he put that together from just random pictures on his phone from doing stuff. Turned out pretty cool. Yeah, it's, I like it. I should have asked this in the beginning, but you're both from Burl, correct? Uh -huh. Yes. Do so you play a lot in Burl? Yeah, with yeah. regular. Yeah, I mean, we played there all through high school and out of high school. I mean, we're kind of like a almost a, a resident in a lot of bars around the town because we played there so much, yeah. so often. That's and cool. um, oh no, we love it. I mean, we play at a place called the Blind Pig. We do open mic nights there um, once a month, and we love playing there. We love and it's just we'll yeah, always, it's our home. Always, it's our hometown. Yeah, we always Obviously, will. we want more opportunities. We want to get out more with for sure, but. That doesn't detract from the fact that we have a blast playing in our hometown as well. It seems like you guys have been touring like since the beginning, like hit yeah. the ground running, and you've just been yeah, all we, over the country. We literally so... haven't even established ourselves in Pittsburgh. And right. Like, let's yeah. get at. Let's release our that's album. Not the greatest way to to uh, start a band. Or no, start I mean a project, but I mean maybe it is. Who we, knows? I mean we. There's no rules, really. One no, the there are no rules. Yeah, one of the reasons we started this project was to tour because we weren't doing it before, and that was something that we both like always wanted to do. Now, I want to be on the road, you know? Yeah. And oh, we couldn't wait to get back on the road. We went for just, what, five days one time. We're yeah, like, and we're like, that was literally the best time I've ever had We were maybe life. 19 or something. Yeah, and then, so finally we get this opportunity. We got in the band together. We're like, all right, so as soon as we release the album, let's just go on a three-month tour. Well, originally it was six months, but you know what, to be honest, really? I, yeah, we were like, yeah, half the year, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, um... I'm three months glad. was enough for the three first Three months run. was definitely yeah, enough. Towards the end, it was like, I don't think this is ever going to end. Right. Towards, yeah, towards the middle, like the meat of it. You're like, all right, we've already been here this long. we got way long to go. One time I got mad at Nick and I told him, I said, I'll never go on another three-month tour with just you, man. I'll never do it. So now we're just doing a two-month tour. Yeah, we're doing a two-month okay. tour. Okay. <laughs> a little shorter. <laughs> but we're still going to do it. No, we, I could still going to hate me, you know? We don't, yeah, we don't, we don't fight as much as I thought we would either. So, um, but yeah, the... We love touring. We like we like being on the road. We like meeting new people. It's so cool. Yeah. But like you said, we're like practically invisible in the Pittsburgh area because we left so abruptly. And you know, we want to make it into the Pittsburgh music scene, uh, you know, or as many scenes as we possibly can. Because I honestly do think that there are um, just these small groups all over the city of bands that play together and then their fans come out to those shows and you know I've heard this from so many people and it's it's for some reason we can't 
all just be one big you know network of Pittsburgh bands it's like there's these groups of bands that play together so it's like which group do you want to hop into because you know when I was playing with Cisco Kid I played with bands that I don't we don't play with now and I'd never heard of them prior to that and right. then finally you know I'm starting to play with them like okay all these people are so awesome why haven't I heard of these people yet so I guess that's something that we definitely want to work on um, as much as we can we don't want to oversaturate the the area down here and play too much but um, Anytime we come home from being on tour, we try to lock in a cool show, much like this one today. I mean, right. This was unexpected, and, th and you know, honestly, thanks to Jake for being good friends with Bill Deasy and, and playing here so many times, we were given that opportunity to right. open today. Yeah. So yeah, he did. He hooked yeah. us up. It was. Um, it's. It's literally about who you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. As far as touring goes, I'm assuming you guys book all your own stuff. We do. Yeah, we do. We're 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 hustling, but. Don't let that fool you. We maybe put in about four to five good hours of work every two weeks. <laughs> no, but uh, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of time. But, but it's, it's, it's like it, it. There's a lot of research that's involved too. But you know, it's like you put in an eight-hour day and you don't even book a show. It's like, all right, I literally made no money today. And then um, even when you do book a show, you're like, oh, I made you know, I made money three months from now. You know, <laughs> so it's like that kind of yep. that kind of stinks too. But. Um, yeah, it's, we're now that it's, we're our own bosses, it's it's definitely harder to kick my own butt sometimes. Yeah. But I think that we try to keep each other accountable, and that's good that we're both, you know, working together. Because I feel like if one of us, you know, start taking time off, the other one's like, "Hey, man, you want to like I don't know, work on something or get to work on this or that." But yeah, we, yeah, there's never know. any slacking. Or if there is, if we, there is slacking, there's if there is, it's, it's smacking. Smack. If there's well, slacking, there's smacking. Okay. Not always smacking, but uh, it's equal. You yeah. know, we're each gonna slack for a day. Yeah. Yeah, and do something yeah. that's completely right. different. If we're gonna slack, it's equal slack. It'll still come back to us yeah. writing a song at the end of the day. We're not yeah. even thinking about it. Right. But it's just like subconsciously yeah. we end up getting into oh, we're writing a song now because yeah. we just yeah. decided to take an off day. There's yeah. a lot of things that you can do to work towards the this business of being a in a, in a, um, a band. So you can do all sorts of things. And so if you get tired of sitting on your computer all day and uh, sending emails, you can take out the guitar and jam for a little bit. Even yep. if we just like we just play our songs that we already wrote oh, sure. that's technically that's working we're, we're, we're doing something yeah. so yeah. we're getting better we're improving so. Any t anything we can do so you you don't perform in Pittsburgh a lot but no. what is from what you have done in Pittsburgh what's your experience like what's how do you feel about what's going I mean you touched on it a little bit but like what venues do you like what I don't know I don't want to say improve because I don't like when people are like I don't know. Um, I really, I think that there's, um, there could be more venues. I mean, we keep learning about new venues in Pittsburgh all the time that we didn't even know existed. So I could be totally wrong in saying this, but I think, you know, from what I understand, there's a healthy amount of, you know, different size venues depending on what kind of crowd and what level you are as far as um, success goes or, you know, notability in the, in the city. But, um, the only thing I would say that ha that could get better is that we just like t if there was some sort of network to talk to other musicians, you know, easily, um, and just get that connection. I mean, I know there's bands in town and, and things like that, but um, I don't know. We've had some successful Pittsburgh gigs. I mean, but you know, none of them came without really working hard to promote them and, and get a lot yeah, of people there from our still yeah, just, just from like our hometown. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they love coming to Pittsburgh to see us, and. Um, we just need to try to get more and more you know, new fans each time. Sure. And that only really comes with getting the word out, unless you're just in the right place at the right time. But yeah. we really tr we work harder whenever we have a show that, you know, 
we know there's not going to be many people in there if we just sit back and say, oh, we got a show yeah, coming up at the end of the it. week. They're going to pay us. Who cares? We'll Let's practice. Show we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. No, we have. There's a lot of planning and there's a lot of work that that takes place. We don't do that often, by the way. We always try to promote our shows and get people out there. It's not easy. I know. By the, by the way, you're not the first band or first person to tell me that they think they could be more venues in Pittsburgh. That's, oh, okay. There's a common thread that okay. I'm picking up yeah. on. It's very interesting. But there, there are a lot, though. I think it's there more of an awareness. More of an awareness, you know. Yeah. yeah. And you know, thankfully, we have, with social media, you, know, you always see when somebody has a gig, and that's yeah. probably how we you find new venues. You see, oh. Somebody's playing here. I didn't know they had live music. Right. And you can look into it. And but, there's, uh, a, there's a lot of cool businesses in the city that also, they'll put on live shows for, like, you know, special events they have and things like that. We played a couple. Um, I forget where it was, um, but they were doing some sort of, there was an environmental kind of seminar of some kind outside, all that has to do with Pittsburgh and, and you know, how to make Pittsburgh better. There's, like, this smell app, I guess, where, like, if you smell something funky when you're walking down Pittsburgh, you're, you, like, you put it into the app and say, like, I smelled you know, nauseous gas and, and, you know, down in Lawrenceville or something like that. And then other people can see, I better stay away from there. It smells like, it smells like fart. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but that was cool. We got to play a show there and then all of the people that are interested in the betterment of the environment for Pittsburgh were all there. So we got to meet all those people and there's tons of good people working towards making this city great. So maybe it could even be a thing where, you know, more musicians and business owners and, and um, you know, causes in the city could get together and try to, and try to put on shows. Because seeing live music's fun. And I feel like people don't, a lot of young people don't know that. It's like it's cheaper than going to see a movie. I know. It is. And, most times. and you get, yeah. and you get, it's longer. Downtown, it's live. South Side, it's usually. There's you know, flashing lights. You can drink a beer, maybe. Anywhere from like seven to twelve. Eat a hoagie, a have a burger. Do. That's my point. There's so many people that I'm friends with, people that I know that are my age. I'm in my like early to mid twenties, that don't go to shows even just locally because they don't a know that they exist, and b they don't. I don't think that they go enough to know what. They, how they, they how much they one, could enjoy they it? Open right. mic where they, there's yeah. some guys like, uh, this guy's kind of a stinker. Not to say everybody's an art, artist in their own way, but like, they're like, I don't think I like live music. I mean, it's okay if people don't like to go to concerts, if they don't. I just, the, the point of this podcast is to just open at least one person's eyes to the fact that there's so much happening just here right. that there, it's, it's like, it's fun. It's maddening how much is happening. And if you don't think there's a lot happening, you know, it's not because that these things don't exist. It's just that you didn't find out about it yet. You yeah. know what I mean? You didn't how hear do we, about it. So. How do we get people to hear? That's the that is the question. You are. When does the the um, making our way tour? That's the yeah, September seventh. Slowly, slowly, asterisk but surely. making our way tour. Which uh, is actually kind of. Uh, well, we're promoting a, another single we're going to release yeah. called Slowly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's kind of the motif of the song, kind of, you know, in a way. Um, and the we do say slowly making our way in the song. So then we, we figured, hey, let's do the do the tour. We're going to release a new song. We actually haven't told anybody we're going to release a new song yet. But I guess if this is going to be October. They probably will probably be out by then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, we, we've already released Slowly. <laughs> it's doing excellent. <laughs> We're on the top of the charts. So you are on tour for the majority of the fall, and right. then you're back in Pittsburgh in, Nove- in November. Yeah. Right. For so that's yeah. the holiday season. Oh, yeah. Uh, November 10th, we get home. We have a uh, kickoff. Uh, in, no, uh, a welcome home. 
uh, homecoming. homecoming, which will also already be done. So, okay. um, no, it won't. This one will be. Okay. Yeah, no, because we're gonna be in November. We're so we get, home. yeah. I've so turned we, you around. I'm sorry. We, no, we get back from tour November it. 10th, and we have a homecoming show at Full Pint in Lawrenceville. Sweet, okay. Yeah. yeah. And we play I think there it's with um, Sadie Song and Joe Bray. And Joe Bray. All day Joe Bray. Okay. So it's going to be really cool. And what event. day is this? Uh, it's November, November 10th. 10th. November 10th. Probably a Saturday. That's the day after the, the Muse record comes out. Ooh, ooh yes. You'll be, all, you'll be all hopped up on Muse. And you're I like, will. want to just come, go out. And, <laughs> oh, that's great. Muse influenced. Yes. Right. So where can people find you? Where can they find you on social? Where can they listen to you? We have a website, thelivingstreet.com, and we were so stoked to get exactly our band name, no, no more, no less. We're not, we are thelivingstreet.com, mm -hmm. livingstreetmusic.com. Mm -hmm. We are straight up thelivingstreet.com, so we're really stoked about that. And Edward put a whole lot of time in, in uh, creating that website yes. on Wix, and we, we actually have to give a shit. No, no um, we don't. It was free. No, yeah, it's free. It's a free website. We pay them to no, we sell music on it, so... Uh, but yeah, you can find links to like all of the things. But we're on YouTube. We're on uh, Bandcamp. Uh, we like to use Bandcamp uh, for you know selling our songs. We make more money on every song if you use Bandcamp. Social media. So if you Facebook, still want, if you want to support us, buy it on Bandcamp. Facebook, Instagram. Or we have a very sad Twitter page, but you can look at it. It's real sad. I Hopefully, we'll start. We have literally never tweeted. Getting rolling on all that. And, uh, on Twitter, so. Well, yeah, so we also tags. do. We also do our own social. Le media, at least so. we have a handle so yeah, that you can yeah. do the tagging. But yeah, we did. We, it's our, one area we probably lack right our now. Our hottest social is definitely Insta. It is. Check out our Insta. You guys We're are great doing, on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's our that's our hottest. But that's because we we, we want to show the you know the faces off our faces. Yeah, get the faces out there. Let them see your selfies, baby. Yeah. Get some videos. Yeah, we always take we like to take little videos. I just I just um, started using the boomerang feature the other day. Oh no. And now it's like that's all I do. <laughs> no, you're one of those. There are some people that everything they do, well, I don't like, like they the, could be sitting here in the grass like we are, and it would just be like a leaf blowing, and it's just a, a boomerang. boomerang. It's just, you know. It's a little bit longer of a, it's a longer picture. It's a longer picture. <laughs> the living I, like, I like the boomerang. When used properly, it can be effective. The boomerang is without a doubt effective, but we digress. Okay. I'm here with The Living Street. Thank you guys so much. We'll see Thank you in November. You. Thank you so much, Katie, for talking to us. <laughs>